Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Amy Graves of AMG Innovative Consultants. And she is known as the giggling Google guru and helps Main Street businesses with SEO, amongst so many other things. Hey, Amy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Welcome. Hey, can you expand a bit more on that and tell everyone, you know, where you are with your business today and the kind of people that you'd love working with? Yeah. So uh, in today, I am the giggling Google guru because of how I'm able to understand what Google is looking for to make sure your website brings in the your ideal client. So I read Google performance reports based on your website. I understand Google analytics. I'm going to use data to back up anything we do. And at the end of the day, you have a user-friendly website that loads on a mobile device. No rage quitting my websites. <laughs> Nobody wants that, right? No, right? <laughs> so tell me, all, all these this data and analytics and stuff that you know, so many people are like, I don't want to know that. I, I haven't got time for no. this. <laughs> what about it was like, yes, this is what I want to dedicate my life to. This is it. I didn't wake up one day and say, this is what I want to do, <laughs> if that helps. <laughs> no, I, you... uh, I live in California, and uh-huh. it's legal to discriminate against people with mobility devices for employment. So I'm not employable in California because I use crutches. Um, so I decided to take a 20-year dream of starting a business. And it took 20 years because I understand it is not an easy, like, I'm not going to be standing in my driveway at at noon, drinking a glass of wine, going, I got to set my own hours because that's not how it works. (laughs) But I happened to open March 2nd, 2020. And COVID changed the online world for all businesses. And Mm -hmm. I opened to help people stay open. Um, But that shift really became how do we stay open and stay and stay relevant online. And that led me to Google Analytics which Mm -hmm. led to understanding websites, which led to, I now know how Google determines mobile load speed and if they're actually going to send you traffic. And I can break all of that down and I can give you a website that people want to interact with and actually converts. My, you know, my clients are seeing a 90% conversion rate because we're bringing in the right person and it's a site people want to engage on. And that's kind of the point, right? You can have all these beautiful websites, all these amazing things, but I always said, you know, I, I want something in between. Yeah, you can have both. You can have a site that looks good, does what you want it to do, and also 
does its job, gets the right <laughs> people, right? Right. It is the biggest piece of marketing investment you will make is your website. And it's what it, you got to put your mindset that it's a marketing investment and it should work for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you shouldn't have to work for it. <laughs> so, so what do you say to all these businesses who yeah, it's all about advertising? It's all about you know, social media, whatever it might be, whatever your your poison is. Yeah. Why is your methodology slightly different? What are, are people missing by by not looking at the website and the SEO? You're not focused on who you're, you want to work with. You're trying, if you're advertising in social media, you're focusing on bringing the world to you. Do you want to work with the world? Probably not. You probably have a specific person in mind that you want to work with. And you're, if you can get your website focused on that person to the extent it's converting, now you have the keys to success to make Google ads work to make social media work. It's your first step. It is the foundation to anything you do in the future. If you can get your website right, you've got a home run for everything else. No, so that's, that's your, it is the home base. It is the where everything points towards and then you can build up from that. So uh-huh. obviously I, I, I give you a ton of money and then within what, a couple of weeks, we're all set and done. Is that the way it works? Um, so I see, well, it takes about three months <laughs> to get it, to get it up and running. Well, it takes about three months to get the website just right, but you'll start to see improvement in, if, if you're on a WordPress site, you will see improvement in your website, uh, traffic in 12 hours. If you're on Wix, Squarespace or anybody else, it'll take about seven days. Mm. Once we get that traffic running, now we're going to make sure your content and everything else speaks to who you're looking for so that the people who come are now staying and engaging. And this is where Google Analytics has to come in. I need to make sure people are on your website a minute, a minute minimum. So average website only sees five to 10 seconds of engagement, five to 10 seconds. And that's after your website has probably taken 20 seconds to load. (laughs) (laughs) So if you're lucky to get that far, So yeah, I get your, your website, your load speed should be under three seconds. And then once we've got that going, it, it's just a matter of, are we talking to the right person? So they're actually engaged with you. Nice. Because I mean, with, with SEO, I've heard all these stories. Sometimes it takes an awful long time. It is the long game. There's so much misinformation out there of how, how quickly, how slowly it's going to work. That's because traditional SEO does it wrong. They always have. But that's what everybody buys into. Google has ah. always said from the beginning, focus on a human. So let me ask you this. So with your your customers coming through, what's the what is the one thing that you have to educate them on or help them to overcome what belief, what challenge, what misinformation time and time <laughs> again do you find having to work through so that they'll work efficiently with you? Um there is so much. That's a lot to unpack. <laughs> There's a lot of misinformation. I'm, I'm going to say the very base is stop focusing on backlinking and just and thinking that there's some magic wand that's going to fix everything. And that if you pay someone thousands of dollars over a year, it's going to change because it's not. The biggest the biggest myth I have to encounter is that you need to focus on a human. You can get results quicker. It's still going to be a long game, 
but the long game means if you've done it right, you're actually building up to get more clients. It's, I'm not going to get you a hundred percent, you know, conversion in three weeks, three months, that's going to take time. But the goal is in three months, we should get you up to a minute engagement time. We should see it a minimum of a doubled of engaged traffic. Um, it, there's going to be little parameters that we have to meet. And then it's up to you if you want to continue that after that. Mm. And it's just maintenance after that. But still, it's it's you have to focus on a human at the end of the day. So what do you mean by that when you say you have to focus on the human? So when you don't focus on a human, you're focusing on Google's logarithms. You're focusing on back-end techie computers, how they talk to each other. You're not really focusing on the person you want on your website. So I, I have some very set opinions on chat GBT and AI. Like it, I could see where it's going to be great to help you get started. But the problem is we're always looking for the easy way out. So you're going to have your AI write your next blog. You're going to post it. And then you're going to wonder why nobody gets to, why nobody is seeing it, right? You had the AI do it. Their SEO is based on that average person. So that should be read by anyone who wants to read that. But the people who come only spend like three, 10 seconds. Why would that be? Chat, GPT, and other AI systems don't write like a human. So if you go and read one of those articles, it's going to sound like every single article you've read before, maybe a little difference, but it's not really focused on who you're on a person reading it on the other side. It's so focused one, you on haven't a machine. Got your personality coming through. Yes. Secondly, you haven't connected with exactly who you're talking to. So there's two personalities there. There's two levels of like authenticity and they've got mm-hmm. to talk to each other rather than just generic good but not quite great right right and like when i talk about seo i'm sure chat gpt can write out exactly what i need to do for seo but i'm going to go through and i'm going to reread what that wrote and i'm going to be like yeah no this is my experience so this is where i'm starting and this is what you're told but let's talk about what this actually means and what that reflects like on your website Mm. that's where the difference is going to come in nice so it has a has a spot just don't use it 100%. <laughs> Stop looking for the quick hack all the time. But as humans, it's what we do. We haven't, it's inbuilt in us to look yep. for how can I get a quick win? How can I get back to evolution? How can I save calories by doing yeah. this? Way? So it's not always right? a bad thing. We're fighting against our, our nature, which we don't yep. actually need to fight against these bits anymore. So nope. Nice. Hey, let's talk about you, the business owner. So away from your business crumbs talk me through because obviously you're like i'm unemployable so fuck it i'm gonna do my thing love that so when you when you first started coming through and building your business at the perfect time obviously what was it what was it like for you to go through this yeah obviously your marketing you're putting yourself out there you building your baby yeah it was frustrating I I am a certified business analyst. I have I I could give you tech terms. I can dive deep into details, uh, high level thinking to market so that you don't get bogged up. Yeah, no. Um, I started to be. I wanted to be a business analyst to small business owners. Yeah, that's not what they wanted. 
not a, and I didn't know how to market myself. So it was frustrating. Is how do you how do you bring this all together? I need my company to survive because I need to bring in an income. So how did how that was where it was a lot of touch and go. I mean, I ended up bringing on my employee March of last year. So I've had an employee for a year already. And we've made it, but it's always touch and go. It's always that frustrating level. Okay, let's talk about that because right now, so many people are saying, I just need more clients. I need the ability to find the right people. It's tough out there. It is tough. And it's it's the lifeblood of a business. So you say it's been sort of touch and go, but you've made it through with an employee Mm -hmm. and that sounds glorious. Why is it frustrating? What's going on for you personally? Every time you achieve that next level, you have to relook at how you manage your schedule. You've got to look at how you're handling different priorities. It always throws your system into a wrench because, mm-hmm. okay, you've, you've leveled up, you've taken on that next level clients. You've got your, maybe you've even, you know, been able to raise your prices, which I was not able to do. <laughs> And, you know, you're making money, you're doing all this, but that means that it's added pressure on your schedule. It's added mm-hmm. pressure on what's demanded of you. And every time you level up, it's a new level of pressure and you have to rework the system and you've got to go back. Okay. What, what did I do before? Why did I have things in place? How do I take that now the next level to compensate for having more clients on board? So in my case, I don't do a coaching business. I'm service-based, which means I do it for you. So not only do we meet, I'm now going to be in the back end of your computer doing whatever I need to do. <laughs> that's time consuming. How do you make yeah. that all work? And that's the, that's the constant give and take. My personal time is just as important in setting those boundaries of not working weekends. Or it's You have to. You have mm. to take that time and make sure you're making yourself a priority while you go through this. I talked to an owner today who they've been in business as long as I have, and they've ne- have not taken a vacation. I took four vacations last year, <laughs> four one week vacations last year. <laughs> that time is crucial, right? It's so important, but it's, it is so easy to overlook it. It's so easy to head down and just keep on plowing through. Yes. Yep. Let's talk about that pressure because you said about pressure. Um, you, we were chatting away offline as well. You talking about the stress, the stress of it all. Oh my gosh, it can be tough. But one thing I want to sort of pick on on what you just said there, and that that hopefully we may be able to grab it and sort of pick it apart and chop it up and use it as spare parts. Next level equals new challenges. Every time I get to the next level, there's a new. There's I need to change this and change that. Mm -hmm. Mm. Now, whilst I hold that to be true. I also hold that to be absolutely false as well. Where? I mean, I, I, maybe... I'm going to guess it falls into a limiting belief. <laughs> or as we lovely call it, bullshit. So. <laughs> I prefer that term better. <laughs> BS all the way. Here we go. <laughs> I love that. Well, you are going to love our world. Anyway, so let's let's take that as true. Let's be like, what if there was some... because. It's tough as an entrepreneur, okay? We, yeah. we have these patterns of behavior. We have these limiting beliefs. We have these, the subconscious mm-hmm. rules our decisions. And mm-hmm. we are dumbasses and making decisions when we're on the emotional roller coaster, which is, hey, you're an entrepreneur. Yep. So how do you make decisions when you're on this roller coaster, when your emotions are controlling you? 
Yeah. And how do you stop letting things control you, which is maybe taking you off track? So if you hold a belief, I'm saying if because I haven't spent enough time to work, work out whether this is true or not. Yeah. If the next level equals new challenges, bigger challenges in your head, your brain will say, fuck that. Uh, how about we just stay where we are? And then you find out, what, why am I not doing the things I need to do to scale? Yeah. Or you're like, why am I constantly in a pattern of not moving forward? Ooh, good one. Yeah. So mm-hmm. let's dive in. Can you find a pattern? Is there a pattern that you're going through right now that you're willing to vulnerably share with the world? And they'll probably say, yeah. I'm doing the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I am an open book. I don't care talk. I mean, yeah, I do this all the time. Let's talk, let's dive in. Um, you know, for me, it's more of a pattern of fear. I it, mm. it's come always comes back to, and in my case, one of the things I discussed earlier with someone was I feel I'm the one that's always at fault. So when I'm working with new clients and something goes wrong, it's not their fault, it's mine. So I'm going to overcompensate, give them more because I made a mistake, which I'm not always at fault. It's, you know, that's one of those areas where I've got to, I have to start, I have to accept and value what I do offer. <laughs> and I, you know, it's, it goes against the grain. It's not how I was bra- raised or brought up. Like, it's there's a there's a lot happening here i'm trying to sort it all through my head at the moment but mm. it's yeah. go ahead i'm gonna say so yeah you said there's an, there's an awful lot there I and mean, yeah we can pick apart the, our, our childhood um the way uh we were raised around you know business people entrepreneurs family members yeah. uh, also the stuff we digest along the way the beliefs and yeah. things we pick up it's everywhere yeah. we can't always pick on one point we are Mm-mm. these beings that take on so much so you're saying it's fear-based yep. now okay i know you've been doing some work around this so you've been sort of picking through trying to find out what the fuck's going on <laughs> yes <laughs> so what if we look at that fear what is that fear because everything spoiler everything goes back down to a fear yeah everything and always it's... comes back down and if you can work out and identify the awareness behind ah that's what drives me Number one, yeah. you don't have to resolve that and fix that straight away, but you have to understand yeah. if that's making the decision, maybe it's the fear of, of loss. If you know that you have a fear of loss, then even if you haven't resolved that, because it's so deeply ingrained, if you know you've got a fear of loss, you understand, oh, that's what's going to be driving me. Therefore, when you start to make a different decision, you can almost see that from a distance and be able to make a different decision or at least understand, oh, that's why I'm trying to make that decision or that's why that impacted me. That yeah. means nothing to someone else, but to me, it hurts my heart. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yep. And in my case, it's a fear of success. If you tie it back to me saying mm-hmm. leveling up, my fear is if I, the more success I have, the harder my life is going to become. Ah. Uh-huh. And the more challenges I'm going to experience and I'm struggling at this level, do I want to take on more? So it, it comes down to a fear of success. I'm going to drop a little bomb on you that Katie okay. dropped on me a couple of weeks ago now. As we've gone through this podcast launch and growing our business and oh my gosh, it's going beautifully. As you level up, there's, oh, you take on more things, more tasks. Mm-hmm. The truth bomb that Katie dropped on me was this level, if I can't, if I can't cope or don't want these challenges at this level, 
the next level isn't going to come my way. I want to come back and laugh in a year's time, in five years' time, and be like, oh, those challenges? Oh, my gosh. So right. all these that are coming your way that you see as challenges or hard, it's, yeah, I get to experience this because, you know what, I want the next level ones. I want what comes with having a team of 10 people. I want what yes. comes with whatever your desire is. So how do yes. you flip that script, change that perception yes. to actually gamify it, make it a bit of yeah. fun, and also be like, yeah, I, I, I do want that. And that's where we come back into, we say it all the time, the entirety of the yes. Yes. You say mm -hmm. yes to this. You also said yes to all these other things. And by association, you said no to a few things. So what yes. is the entirety of the yes? What Bring it back to you because I'm now rambling. What is the entirety <laughs> of the yes that, that you want with that next level, with that fear of success? Success equals hard. Bullshit, it doesn't. <laughs> it just brings something new. So what's, mm, what's the yes what is you, what, do you, what do you want? What do I want? What do I want? I want... <laughs> I want a paycheck that's more than my employees. <laughs> I, I want to have value in the work I do so I can appropriately price myself. At the end of the day, the reason I'm struggling is I can't, I, I so have devalued what I personally do and what I bring in strategy, mm -hmm. even though I've told all the time. No one said that before. That makes sense. Oh my gosh, that worked. I had I I had one client tell me she, uh, we finished working on her website two weeks ago. She booked a thirty thousand dollar client mm. because they saw her website. Never met this person before. There is plenty of reason for me to charge more. Mm. Absolutely, but I don't value myself enough to actually put the price I need on my on my websites. What do you What do you need to be able to? allow you to, yourself to see that and that's where i'm stuck what is it that's going to make me shift and, and appreciate what i actually do for others and what i can actually achieve for them like mm -hmm. what is it that and i i feel like i'm almost there to, to embracing that because i've it, it's been a rough year <laughs> So I'm getting closer. I've had three price changes already in the last two weeks. Like I'm getting closer. I, I think I'm such a, uh, I need like a really, one of the things I've always asked people for, and no one seems to be able to give me an answer on is, is there a formula that you will just share with me on pricing? All I want, show me a formula, walk me through what your thought process is on pricing so I can get a better understanding. Cause I feel like so much, so many times, and I see this with so many of my clients too, is pricing is based around a random number you pull out of your head <laughs> and that doesn't pay the bills. <laughs> so are you saying so, you, you, you want a formula for yourself, for your business? Or yeah. To help for yourself. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, and that's kind of what I've been working on is what is the formula I need? And I realize someone else's formula isn't going to work for me. I want right. to, this, this is the, this is the fun and games that I get to do okay. on this podcast. This is where it gets fun. I want to tie an anchor into what you do and what you want. Yeah. I truly, I truly, truly believe that we all have everything that we need. We just need to be able to unlock it. The subconscious, the mental, the shifts, 
how to control our bodies to actually see it rather than be in fear and terror. Yeah. Okay. So I, I think you have everything you see you, that you need. You just can't see it. So yeah. how do I do that? Look at what your expertise is. Okay. You are shit hot at SEO. Okay. You know what you do. And you also know there's so much misinformation out there. You also know that other people overcomplicate it and that other people aren't doing the damn things that you need to do because they think this is good. And you're like, nah, this is what you actually should be doing. So hold that to be true, okay? Your expertise and your knowledge and the way that you're different with everyone else. Now let's link that into where you are right now. You're, you want a formula. You want someone to tell you what to do. Yeah. You want someone to really give you this misinformation. And you know there's going to be so much out there. Everyone's got a different point yeah. of view. Uh, what, what's a, a quote from, I, I can't remember the, the chap's name right now, but you know, charge as, you charge as much as you can whilst keeping a straight face. Yeah. There's someone's perception. It's like, it's untrue. Look at the value that you bring. Yeah. What value can you be bringing to people? If I can allow you to jump on a sales call tomorrow and bring on a 50 grand client, should I charge you mm -hmm. 45,000, 25, 10? At what price point would you bite my hand off for that? If you had the value, if you knew with absolute certainty that I could get that results, mm. anything, 49,000, there's a profit that you didn't have. So what yeah. would you need? So maybe on an equation, let's go through the value equation. Where is your value? How much time do you save someone? How much money do you save someone? How much stress do you save them? How easy is it for them to do it? We work on all these things together. Then you can start to see, oh my gosh, it's a no fucking brainer. A million dollars, done, sold. <laughs> I think I need another price increase. <laughs> but you, you get to play with this. And you know what? It's a, it's a non-answer. How much should yeah. you charge? It is up to you. And that's the scary thing. Yeah. That's the scary thing. It's all yeah. to do with value. What value are you bringing? Some, your, your client just, what was it a 30 grand client out of nowhere? Yeah. Okay. Now you have some tangibility to it. Yeah. Yeah. You have absolute tangibility. With, with our work, with our coaching, it's, it's intangible. It is the, it is the helping the, the business owner to make different decisions. To manage yeah. themselves through this roller coaster, there's something yeah. intangible there. So we have a different challenge. Help people to see what it is that we do, why it's so different, why everything external is irrelevant. Will change your business just by the way you perceive it, because then your actions change. Mm -hmm. But that's invisible. Yeah, it's hard for some people. If we can find the value and the tangibility that you bring, I think that could be fun to play with. Yeah. And that's the third thing. It's always in threes. Everything comes in threes. So the value, tangibility, and the fun, because you are the giggling Google guru. It's part mm -hmm. of who you are. Yeah. <laughs> How many SEO techie people can have this kind of a laugh? <laughs> exactly. I mean, who, who jokes about SEO? I, I'm not, I, isn't it a, a right. boring, stuffy, technical? I don't know what's going on. In fact, it, is, it, is it real? I don't know. Is it the fairies yeah. of Google doing stuff? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, I get, get to that. break it down. So that, 
again, let's go back to what you do. The, the personality, yeah. human to human. Yeah. Now I'm using your words against you. I'm, you're coaching yourself at this point. <laughs> you know, this, this is a very common situation where I end up going, oh, wait, I just said that. <laughs> but you're right. And it's, and it goes, and one thing I haven't done that you've made me trigger is I need to actually write all of this down. What is it I bring to the table that no one else can do? And how can I actually see it? I can think it all I want, but if I see it and I've written it down, now I'm committing to it. This is, and that makes a difference too in being able to own, because own what I do and how I help people. Yeah. Look like writing things down. Don't I? I, I know I do. I, yeah, what you I do computers, but let's handwrite. <laughs> you know why writing is good? You're, you're a techie. I'm, I'm going to go from the scientific point of view access a different side of the brain. You are thinking at speed, but you are slowing things down with your writing. You're engaging in multiple parts of yourself. Yeah. It starts to play into what you need. Yep. And Which actually makes it real. You're actually doing something. Yep. And my brain typically needs to be slowed down. So, you know, that's a good thing. No, too. shut up. Never. <laughs> oh, fantastic. <laughs> hey, Amy, this... We could talk for hours, I think, on this. But look, have I have I dropped some things for you to consider and think about? And has this helped? Is this good? It has. It's, it's given me another level that I hadn't considered before. So this is very helpful. Oh, guess I what? This level, you said next level equals new challenges. This new level is like, oh, brings new solutions. Solutions, yeah. That's, that's a better way of thinking, right? Mm-hmm. Love it. Love that. Love it. Love Next level equals new solutions. Yep. Amy Gross. Duh, duh, duh. All right. Hey, look, if you want to find out more about the amazing work that you do at the rock bottom price before you raise your prices again, where can they find you? They can find me. My website is anymainstreet.com and you can get all my fun information there. But you can also find me on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn at AMG Innovative Consultants Incorporated. Super stuff. Everyone go check out Amy and Hey, Amy, thank you for sharing your business journey, um, everything behind the scenes and everything that you're going through um, and talking so openly. It's been, it's been fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you. You are, I am so glad I uh, filled up that form to say hi. <laughs> I'm so, so glad. <laughs> thank you. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.